and good morning, all y'all. It's a little toe-tapping introduction we got going on here to Rosie on the house. Now, if that doesn't put you in the mood to put your arm around your little sweetheart and glide across the dance floor, I don't know what would. A little Cajun two-step going on right there. Let her roll, Gary D. Nathan, you're a music consumer. Oh, yeah, I love music. How about this? You like this? This is good. That's fancy, isn't it? Yeah. That sounds good. Puts me right, right in D-I's. <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs> There's this restaurant back home, D? y'all, in South Louisiana. Ah. <laughs> and we were down there about 10 years ago with all the family, and everybody kept talking about this new restaurant. If you're talking about this story, Dad. 10 years ago? 20, 20 25 years ago. <laughs> it was a new restaurant then. <laughs> and uh, our cousin kept saying, hey, we're going to go dias tonight. We're going to go dias tonight. <laughs> so I was trying to... Find it in the phone book. I said, How do you spell dies? D I. It was initials. <laughs> I said, Oh, <laughs> okay. That's classic. That is a, that's just classic. Classic cake. I don't think it's there anymore. I don't know, but it was some it of the, was it, it, the it was some of the best barbecue crab I ever ate in my life, and they always had good music. So man, that puts me right back at Diaz. Well, we won't stay on food long, but we had talked about it in the eight o'clock hour and, and we, how to we, cook turkeys, and I understand our our Belgard master installer specialist product sales manager. He's got some turkey bones to pick with us. Uh-huh. Well, I was listening, and uh, <laughs> your comment about uh, not eating turkey year-round because it wasn't good. You had to cover it in peanut oil. I'm like, you haven't tried it out of a pizza oven then. I, when he said Nathan Angel, I said, what was it, a pizza oven? And I, I was, <laughs> he guessed you right away. It. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Nathan was texting us during so, the 8 o'clock hour when we were talking about preparing the turkey holiday feast with John J. Harper. But let me get the proper introductions here. We've got Nathan Angel here joining us. He's a repeat uh, guest of the show. We always love it when Nathan comes in. He is the Belgard sales manager and the ICPI Southwest Chapter President. And we're going to talk a little bit about what those two designations bring. And we're going to talk a little bit about what's new going on at Belgard Pavers and how that can impact your quality of life, particularly as it relates to living in your outdoor environment. But now with the introductions done, let's talk turkey. <laughs> Love turkey. <laughs> Love turkey. We deep fried one for the office yesterday. Yes, I like deep fried turkey. It's okay. good. Uh, we're gonna probably gonna have one uh, for Thanksgiving coming up this week. It's not at my house this year, so uh, we'll. Uh, I will be making several though for leftovers. It's, uh-huh. uh, that's the one thing about not having it at your house. All the leftovers stay at that house. And uh, yes, that's I, I, right. I got to have some leftovers at the house. So that's right. No, absolutely. Pizza oven's the way to go. You get that part that wood flavor, just like essentially like smoking it. 15-pound bird. I cook it in about an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes to perfection. So this isn't turkey pizza. This is not a turkey pizza. This is a full turkey in a pizza oven. You betcha. It's a wood-fired oven. Okay. Now, how hot do you have to get this? Because you you do your fire on the side. Start it, you get your pizza oven warm. So Mm -hmm. uh, like our ovens uh, from Chicago Brick Oven, they are a – they're made with full refractory mortar. So the whole oven is going to – cook radiant direct heat as well as uh the 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 hot uh the hot air so 
yeah, you get to you start your oven about 45 minutes. The whole dome will be radiating heat, and then uh, you just keep wood, and then you push all the wood to the back, and you keep it uh, you keep it going. It'll be I can keep it regulated at about 500 degrees for that turkey. Okay, so, so you're what, cooking at 500 degrees for an oh, hour, yeah. hour and a half. Yeah, brine in the turkey for a, for for a wood fired oven would be extremely important. Brine it the day ahead, wet brine it, uh, salt, sugar. Talk, okay, talk to me about that. T- so, tell me about your brine. My brine is uh, I use molasses instead of sugar. Okay, uh, I like that deep flavor that it gives. Uh, use a use about a half a box of kosher salt, lots of water. So you like you're in, a five, you're in a five gallon bucket. I use a uh, just a regular cooler and then fill it full of ice. So oh. I have a I have a cooler I keep at the house and it's got it written on it for food only. Okay. So I just uh, brine my turkeys or whatever I'm brining in that and just uh, throw it in the garage or in the kitchen. Great minds think alike. Okay. I do the same thing. Okay. Yep. So the turkey gets dropped in the ice chest. Yep. Okay. And then what happens next? So I, you cook the brine so that you really know that the salt has gotten into the water. So you cook the brine in a big uh, you know stock pot, fill it full of water. Uh, you throw your salt in there, your molasses. I use lemon juice, and I just throw the whole lemons in as well. Celery, ca- carrots. Uh, it's kind of almost like making a stock a little bit, peppercorns. Cook that up till you know the, the sugar and the salt have dissolved. And pour that over the turkey. Of course, that's going to be piping hot. But then just fill the rest of the cooler full of water. And uh, throw I throw about a 20-pound bag of ice in there. You just cover the bird? I mean, I mean, yeah, just cover the bird with the, with, the, with the liquid and the ice. Like how big is your stock pot? I mean, when I, when I take a, an ice chest... Big enough to brine a turkey. That's going to be like a eighteen or twenty-five quart yeah, size. Okay, correct. So, so it sets in the bottom, and when I take my stock pot, and I've got stock pots that you know feed small armies. Sure. Do, I, do I want to cover the bird in that? You don't need. You don't need to cook the. You don't need the brine okay. in that big. I just use a regular, you know, a small stock pot. Just you do. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because you're just going to fill the. You're going to fill the. You're going to cover the bird with water. Just right out of the sink, or or you can put it back into a bucket and pour it in there. Okay, so dump that in, cover the bird with water, and then fill throw it with it. fill it with ice so it stays nice and cold. Okay, but then yeah, give it about twenty four hours in that brine. You'll end up with a juicy bird every time, no matter how you cook it. Okay, whether it's even in the oven, I throw I throw them on the grill. I love this time of year. I grab uh, six, seven, eight turkeys uh, this time of year while they're inexpensive, it's and almost free. Essentially, yeah, and I. Uh, <laughs> I'll cook them all year, all, all year long. Yeah, uh, I, I was at Safeway the other day, and Dave says, "Mr. Romero, based on the size of your ticket, you get a free turkey. You want one?" I said, "Sure. Why not? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Take it and freeze it and cook it all year long." So, okay, so we've brined Nathan's turkey, and you're going to put it in a pizza oven in your backyard. I am. How 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 common are we seeing pizza ovens in backyards now? They're getting to be more and more common. Talk They're, about talk about the one you have. So we uh, we sell both uh, ones you can do it yourself. So it's a kit essentially. Oh really? So we sell the dome, and you can kind of you can match the materials around your house. We sell it to where it's a uh, it's already comes pre done with a uh, powder coated uh, metal finish on the outside in several different colors, and then we also sell it in our elements, which is a full built. A unit that would come and uh, a contractor would forklift it in your backyard and you're ready to go. That's kind of a cool one because you basically pour your foundation and then the entire unit gets delivered 
and you just drop it in place, and boom, you're done. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're finding with the labor kind of crunch that's out there in the market, uh, <laughs> even a lot of contractors are suddenly going, yeah, you know what, this is a this is a great way for me to get off the job sooner. And homeowners are going, yeah, I'd like you to get off the job sooner. So and I'm enjoy sure my pizza oven. <laughs> I'm sure there's sizes and styles and thing, but what's my starting ticket price to get that dropped in? Uh, the uh, the raw kits are roughly going to cost you about $2,500. That's uh, cheaper than some of the ovens they're putting oh, in. Uh. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And you cannot you cannot beat anything you can bake gr- or grill or uh, you can put it in a pizza oven. I do steaks outside, out of it. Outside. Heat stays outside. Yep. You're not heating up the kitchen. Amen. I got a bread crafters book, and it talks about a dome cooking. Uh, this seems like it would be a solution for that, too. Absolutely. You can do bread in it. Uh, you would you would pull the direct heat out of it, and then just the radiant heat's going to bake that bread for you. Mm. Yeah. And you, you, I mean, everything. I Daddy knows what he's getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I use, uh, I keep, I, uh, I've got two different bins. I keep two different woods. I use apple for my pizzas. So it doesn't impart a you know heavy smoke okay. flavor. Yeah, and then sweet. I use uh, and then I use uh, either mesquite or hickory for all my wood, all my meats. And that includes the turkey. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yep. And I know the topic today is hospitality. This is a big part of hospitality. We're not off topic, right? Right, right. <laughs> but our... I'll tell you what we did forget was to give away our coyotes tickets in the nine o'clock hour. I completely blew past that on my show log. So we have Coyote's tickets we'll give away next break. Give me the next five play? minutes to figure it out. This is for... Are they going to win? That's Friday, the November 24th, <laughs> 7 o'clock uh, puck drop against the Los Angeles Kings. Okay. They're so having we'll a, tough, next break. They're having a tough year this year. Very tough. But the game's always fun to watch. So you're giving away two tickets at the end of this? Next segment. i got to figure out how I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. All right. It might it might be a trivia question having to do with how Nathan likes his turkeys cooked. Okay. It might be. I'm just saying it might be. Nathan Angel, sales manager at Bellgard. Uh let's talk a little bit about the other products y'all have. So y'all have various types of pizza ovens that are now showing up in designs for backyards. Yep. Uh what else have y'all got going on? Yeah, we've got the entire elements line, fire pits, et cetera. We've got, of course, got our paver line, which we're, we're you know, nationally known for. We've got new retaining walls we're now offering. We've got a great new product that I wanted to uh, talk to you today about as well, which is uh, Dry Bond, which is a essentially a way for us now to uh, overlay. has always been one of your favorite topics. I love overlay. Now we can use those same 30 mil overlays in, a, in your driveway. I've answered several questions for your listeners about being able to just uh, take their existing concrete driveway and can they just put pavers right over the top of it. And it's been a little bit challenging in the past using full height pavers. Now, yes. we, now we can use the 30 millimeter thin pavers right on top of the concrete. Well, I love the overlay because they make such a great alternative and solution in our in, for our remodeling company when people are just tired of stepping out the back door to that boring gray cracked concrete slab amen and y'all can come in overlay the patio in a handsome paver and then extend the patio any direction you want with a matching full-size paver and you're like doubling tripling quadrupling the size of your patio yes absolutely in a handsome paver yep and then i i still like the noche well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but we actually eliminated that color this year. You did. We've got a better white cement color for you called okay. Crema Luna. I'll okay. show you some uh, pictures of that. I'll send you some pictures. Well, I've always loved the lighter color for the lack of heat gain. 
What is this? It's the one and only Tony Bennett. <laughs> I know Thanksgiving has to come first before Christmas, but it, you know it's ho- holiday hospitality. That's right. And that's what we're going. Our blog today talks about making the house comfortable for holiday visitors and little tips and tricks and tactics with the big family we've got uh, from per- located pretty much all over the globe. Uh, we've assembled a few little tips that we can share with you on things that make it a little bit more comfortable and easier for the visitors to settle in, get comfortable. And uh, people people always say, well, if you make them too comfortable, they'll stay too long. Well, at Romy's house and at my house, there's always horses to feed, dogs to feed, horses to scoop, dogs to scoop. Lawns to mow, trees to trim. So we, I, I guess, in my opinion, never stay long enough. I wear <laughs> I wear them out after about the third or fourth day, and they hit the road. But in our blog, RosieOnTheHouse.com, you'll find a few tips and tricks to make your holiday guests a little bit more comfortable. Here, talking about changing and upgrading, seriously upgrading your quality of life once you step into your backyard. With uh, sales manager of Bell Guard, Mr. Nathan Angel. He's also the ICPI Southwest Chapter President. Uh, what is that? ICPI is the Interlocking Concrete Pavement Institute. So it's our governing body of our industry. So essentially, the industry puts out standards with which pavers should be installed. We certify contractors with an ICPI certification. Uh, I just taught a cert- certification course for contractors here in the Valley uh, yes, uh, Thursday and Friday. So... It's a great way for uh, homeowners to ensure that they're getting someone that's qualified. It's not just finding a contractor that slaps it on their vehicle that says we install pavers. There are qualifications. And we've talked about this in the past. I mean, I've I've done pavers in my backyard, and I've done the dry stack retaining walls and planters in my backyard. The pavers were uh, ten times harder to do it than the stacking wall. To do them correctly, yes. There's a lot of labor involved. So, uh, oh, no. Stacking wall, you only have to get the first layer that's right, level. That's right. On perfect. pavers, you've got to get them all perfect. That's <laughs> right. And talk about backbreaking. Oh, yeah, there's man. There's a lot of equipment involved, too, to make sure it's it's done properly and easier. So let, let the contractor handle that. There's a lot of qualified guys out here in our market. Okay, and qualified means ICPI certified. ICPI certified. And if you go to our website, belgard.com, look for a, a local contractor, a Belgard authorized contractor, we require all of our Belgard authorized contractors to get ICPI certified and maintain that certification. So. so they're learning how to do it. And just talk real briefly through the right paver installation. Because I think some people try and pick up a pallet and do it themselves on top of a layer of sand and be done with it. Yes. Talk real quick about the prep that needs to be done to do it right. Absolutely. Uh, every job, no matter where you're at located in the valley, needs proper base material. And that's a that's like a road base material, what we call mag spec ABC. There's a lot of bad material suppliers out there as well, or su- supplies of AB. They'll use like something called river bottom AB, or certain suppliers will try to sell you quarter minus, which is a, a, right. a crushed <laughs> granite. Right. That's uh, that's not the right material either. And some contractors, unfortunately, that are not in the know also try to get out there and use quarter minus because it's less expensive. It is not the way to do it. We need that mag spec AB uh, in your pedestrian areas or your back patios. Four inches is the proper amount there, compacted. So, so I want 
I want my paver sidewalk to come up to my front door and result in a four-inch step up into my house. So I'm over-excavating four from inches. the top of that paver. Mm-hmm. I'm the depth of the paver. Depth of the paver is two and three-eighths typically. Plus? Plus one inches of sand, plus four inches of base. So you're you're excavating, quite, you're laying out the area, and then you're excavating down that distance. So almost seven and a half inches. Seven correct. and a half inches. Yeah, okay. that's a, that's a lot of backbreaking excavation there. What happens next? So after you after you compact your uh, your base and get that in, we're going to screed out one inch of sand. So get some one inch. Uh, we usually recommend gas pipe because it doesn't flex or move. Okay. One inch outside diameter. Screed the uh, bedding sand, which is going to be a concrete sand. Uh, you'll pull your pipes, fill in those gaps, and then you start laying your pavers. Find a nice square corner. Uh, usually just, uh, you know, do do a three, four, five right triangle or get yourself a carpenter square and just know you're starting in a nice square area and then we'll go back and fill the, with cuts later. Okay, and if I'm talking about that sidewalk leading up to the front door, what do I do with the edges? How do I hold it all together? Uh, plastic edge restraint is going to be the most easy way for uh, a homeowner to do it. Okay. So we'll, we'll have them, you in, install your base six inches extra on each side, so wider, six inches okay. wider. So that we take the 10-inch landscape spikes and we spike down the plastic edge restraint into the base material, not into native soil. Okay. And we're compacting the base in, e- in either case. Compacting the soil. We're That's compact- a, little comp- a little play compactor. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're going we're gonna to compact our soil first. We're going to compact each about two inches of base at a time is about the most we can compact. About we- 15 minutes on one of those plate compactors convinces most people. I should have called somebody. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> well, even just getting it home. I yeah. mean, they're not they're not light pieces of equipment. So. We're here with Nathan Angel, sales manager of Belgard Pavers. We're going to talk a little bit more about what you can do in about and around your backyard and front yard to change the outdoor living environment of your house. We've been putting in Belgard forever. Uh, I love the product. Uh, uh, wherever you are in the state of Arizona, they work high, they work low, yeah. and every place in between. Absolutely. More with Nathan when we get back, right here at Rosie on the House. Funny texture. Bill and Gilbert, I have stone in my yard. Can you explain the do-it-yourself method to install pavers in the area? Before I had an opportunity to answer that, as y'all were talking through it, he texted back and said, Convince me it's not a DIY job. <laughs> <laughs> text and text back. And we, we've only talked about one reason for that is this the, the the weight and the mass of the compactor. Yeah, but before we get back to that, um, I, we blew that segment without giving those coyotes tickets away again. So I'm, I'm not feeling creative right now. Just text coyotes to 411923 and we'll pick a random winner. Okay. And the game is when? This is for Friday, November 24th, 7 p.m. puck drop. Okay. Just text Thanks. Coyote to four one one nine two three, and uh, and if, everyone that does, we'll just pick a random number and text back, and we'll get the well, address you want them uh, sent certified mail, and they're taking on the Los Angeles Kings. All right, and uh, we'll announce the winner before we sign out. Top of the hour, we also have a a texter that called in, and or, or someone that called in during the break. Uh, actually, he's in the pool care business. And he says, hey, folks, if you want your guests swimming for the Thanksgiving weekend, turn your heater on now. It ends up being his busiest week next week. So mm. there's your tip. Another one of the Rosie on tips of the week. Yeah, those pools don't heat like water, like a 
your water heater. That that takes or a more spa. than ten, ten minutes. Right. <laughs> so we're ta- we're here talking backyard hardscapes and living environments with Nathan Angel, sales manager of Bellgard Pavers. We're also talking about our blog, Holiday Hospitality. And one of the tips that we tell people is, you know, prior to your guests arriving. Just go live in the room they'll be staying in and verify that the reading lamp light bulb is still operable and that the fan hasn't developed an out-of-balance tick when you turn it on to put them to sleep at night. Tick, 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 right? So just go live in the room for a day or two, and you be your own guest. And so, you know, put a little bell beside the table and ring it and see if your spouse will respond and bring your water and your newspaper and your coffee in the morning. <laughs> Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> uh, all right, Nathan. We're here talking about the different products y'all have at Bellgarden, the different ways of installing it, and whether it is or isn't a DIY. I think pavers are one of the hardest DIY projects there are. Uh, the compactors is is one of the reasons. But I mean, then you get you get to some point of the installation near the end where full pavers won't fit. Correct. You're in a radius. Or you're at the end of the walk, and you're having to, and these are, what, 6,000 PSI? Uh, try closer to, industry standard is 8,000. 8,000 PSI? We're, we're tracking most of our stuff near 9,500 to 10,000. Okay. So we have a fairly dense paver that now we have to cut. Yes. You're okay. going to need a diamond saw, diamond wet saw, so you could be a table version, or you could rent a handheld. But most you know homeowners, I don't know that I would... Recommend grabbing a big handheld concrete saw, but uh, yeah, now now you're adding another tool rental. You're adding another uh, you know element that maybe a lot of homeowners aren't going to be comfortable. Yeah, it's 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 heavy, it's cumbersome, uh, it's powerful, uh, and they charge you by the hundredth of inch that you consume that blade by. Yes, and it gets expensive really fast. It absolutely does, and. I know you're dealing with it. The new OSHA silica sand. Oh, it's brutal. It's uh, it's probably one of the most uh, life changing you know things that have come along for our industry, my business, in quite some time. In the past eighteen months, OSHA has down the amount of silica, airborne silica, allowed on a job by ninety percent. It was from two hundred fifty picoliters to twenty five picoliters. Yes, and that isn't very much. No, it's not a lot. So it's dangerous. But once installed correctly, baby, you've got a permanent installation. Lifetime, lifetime. It was kind of interesting. I was as I was waiting to come on air. I was actually grabbed by somebody else in studio and asked, "I got pavers. I need to clean them." Um, that's also one of the most common things. And we're actually in peak cleaning and sealing season as well. So I recommend air. And that is a DIY project, absolutely. Okay. okay. Just head on down to uh, you know Marvell Building and Masonry, any of the locations, and grab some Technoseal. Uh, paver cleaner and, what, what uh, would you do first i mean i mean when you have the paver job installed are you expecting your icpi certified installer to do anything uh, do they generally offer sealing as a part of it or do you have to ask for that you would have to some contractors are a little afraid of cleaning it's okay. uh, it's not generally one of the uh, folks there's folks that specialize in it okay. and then there are some belgard authorized contractors that do uh, offer it all the time uh, I'm a big fan of, of, of getting your paver sealed using okay. a uh, water-based uh, natural look sealer like the Technoseal IN. That'll last you three or four years here in, in Phoenix. 
a lot of sealers uh, struggle to do deal with our high heat and high UV. Yeah. But that one does really well here, and it'll just it's good protection. So the the hot tire transfer under your driveway from your from your from the rubber yeah. and the asphalt, yeah. it just it, it it hoses right off essentially. Afterwards, uh, protects you especially around the barbecue or the pizza oven when you're you know, when you're uh, dropping anything that could be greasy and could potentially stay in the paver that way. Okay, and I'm looking at the site right now, bellguard.com, and I'm looking at something I, I don't have a lot of familiarity with at all. Porcelain pavers? Porcelain pavers, relatively new into the industry, about yeah. a couple of years now. Um, best ones are still Italian-made porcelain. Three-quarters of an inch thick, so not like porcelain tile for your uh, right. interior. That way we can actually lay them like a paver on sand instead of having to mortar set them. So they act like a real paver. 24 by 24, 12 by 48 wood wood grain planks. I've got the 12 by 48 wood grain planks in my backyard. Is there an interlocking component to them? Uh, the sand, same same as with uh, with regular pavers. So the, it it acts like an interlocking uh, system. There's there are some sand set spacers that we would recommend use for the Mirage or, or the Belgard porcelain paver rather. And uh, the nice beauty about it, talking about staining. Porcelain is so dense, you cannot stain it. You have lots of parties at your house. Best, best, best product to throw down because uh, you could have a, a bo- bottle of red wine dropped on it and it'll clean right up. Well, that's never happened in my backyard, <laughs> ever. Now, when, when, so when would you, if you're working with someone designing the ultimate backyard, when would you go from the 9,500 psi concrete paver? To the porcelain paper is that is that the more formal look? Uh, it's really it's it's definitely more contemporary. Okay. Um, or if you go with the wood grain look, if you're trying to go with that little bit more rustic look, absolutely, okay. uh, that would be a great way to go. And think about it this way: you don't have to do the entire backyard either with the porcelain. There's certain elements where it'll, it'll, it you can use it as an inlay, like a rug, or use it as your barbecue top, where it makes sense. You don't. It, it, we can mix and match the materials, and it looks fantastic. It does. It looks really good. Again, I'm at bellguard.com. Get your ideas. Explore. It says explore the possibilities. And y'all certainly have a beautiful uh, gallery here of opportunities and, and ideas of what to do with the pavers. And we've been talking about pavers. But one of the things we talk about a lot in the Garden Hour is I can't understand why people are still planting ground-level gardens. No. Not at all. Why break back breaking work? Romy had to take a call this morning in the garden hour about gophers. You know, so the raised planters and and where we say the pavers are a tough do it yourself project. I would say the retaining walls is a reasonable do it yourself project for someone in reasonably good shape with a strong back and doesn't need mind getting up and down and up off their knees in the dirt. Absolutely, it's a great it's a great DIY project. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic, easy to do. Get that first course uh, level, like Romy mentioned earlier, and then it's just stack and block from there. How high can you take a dry stack retaining wall? Well, it's a uh, by law here in the state of Arizona, uh, you can only take a dry stack up four foot. There are some communities. Um, Wickenburg is one. Prescott is another. Unincorporated Maricopa County. If you're truly retaining anything with it. You can't go above 18 inches without pulling a permit. And that's because people have gone to the home centers and taken that little tiny, you know, landscape block wall and have built a <laughs> six, eight, ten footer with it. And if, you know, it's fallen down, that stuff is simply a veneer. The, the real work is, is being done behind with, geo, 
with geogrids and soil retention, um, the, the, the wall becomes a, is a, just a nice, beautiful veneer at that point, but garden walls, you can take it up three or four foot, no problem at all. Enclose it, uh, you know, four sides and put, uh, put your soil in there. Would recommend a landscape felt in behind it just so that all the soil finds when you're watering your garden, don't leach out onto the front and stay in the front so bad. And that's, that's because it's a dry stack block, as you water the garden, it can have the tendency to bleed out through the block. And oh, so absolutely. You put that retainer cloth in the back of it, and that holds it all together and keeps it from dripping out on the face. Yes. Recommend gluing the uh, top couple of courses. There's some, uh, and don't just get liquid nails. A lot of homeowners tend to, tend to do that, and that product's not going to last. There's, a, there's some great uh, glues that we sell from Technoseal. There's a structure bond, and there's also a, a, an RG adhesive that'll and that, work great. And now you're not bending down on your knees, gardening and weeding. You're actually at sitting height. You're able to sit down, reach across the width. We tell people when they're doing raised planters, don't make it so wide that you can't reach past the halfway mark. So mm-hmm. don't make it any wider than about four feet, really. And you can, you can actually sit on the retaining wall and work your garden. Absolutely. And... and you know you're going to get great soil because you're putting in the soil. You're putting in the right soil and the right soil supplements. It's much easier to do weed control. It's much easier to do gopher control. You can regulate them with certain underlayments underneath the geotech cloth that you can create a gopher barrier there. So you bring in your drip irrigation system and bring in your soil, and voila, you Done. got her going. Yep, absolutely. I'm a, I, I will never do ground-level ever it again not not because i'm not physically capable but because it increases the maintenance tenfold absolutely so absolutely raised planters you've got different types of retaining walls and a lot of your ground animals that get into your garden you know, you've eliminated that problem completely yeah yep uh you it's easier to keep the rabbits out <laughs> the dogs are less inclined yeah it's just it's just easier all around so raised retaining walls, porcelain pavers, the normal concrete pavers. We started the show talking about some of your outdoor feature items you can accentuate the backyard with. Go yep. through a couple of those again. So we have fireplaces fully built in. Uh, they, come in on, they come in on pallets. Contractor forklifts forklift them right in. You could have a fire roaring in 45 minutes after your concrete foundation is put in. And even now, uh, with our good soils in most of the valley here, we don't even require a concrete footer any longer. You can just uh, use a four-inch compacted uh, base and put them right on the top of that. Fantastic. Yeah. I wasn't even aware of that. Yeah. Okay. And then you've got the, the new paver for the, for the driveways? So essentially it's a, it's what, what's allowing us to do that now is, the new, is a new bagged product. It's new uh, polymeric mortar. So we screed that to a quarter inch or three-eighths of an inch over the top of your concrete driveway. And you can use our now our... 30 mil or inch and a half pavers right over the top of that. We've got them in a lot of cases where we're now just paving right into the garage. And, love uh, it. Lo- I love get, that. Get it done. All right. We're here with Nathan Angel, sales manager of Bellguard Pavers. And we're going to talk a little bit about, okay, how do we get started right after this break? Okay. I see the pictures on the website. I've seen them going down. They virtually have taken over the use of concrete and driveways and sidewalks in most of the residential applications. We hardly ever pour a concrete slab outside a home anymore. It's all done in pavers. How do we get started and how do we pay for it? With Nathan Angel of Bellguard. 
It's that perfect time of year to be living in your outdoor living environment. That's why we brought Nathan Angel in, our friend and sales manager at Belgard Pavers. Okay, Nathan, let's quick finish and wrap up this hour talking people. You know, I'm on the Belgard website, belgard.com. I'm seeing a lot of ideas. Uh, I'm hoping my wife is not listening to the show and also on the Belgard Paver website as well. Lots of great ideas of upgrading, updating, and jazzing up your outdoor living environment. How would a homeowner even get started? Well, if you're on the website, the easiest thing to do is start, uh, as you start to see all those great photos and getting ideas, you can create a style file, almost like Pinterest on our site, and you can start uh, pinning those uh, those photos to your style file. That way, when you do decide to then uh, use the find a contractor if you determine that uh, it's not a DIY project after all for you, then you can go find a local contractor. The important thing to note, too, on our website is uh, when the first time you go on, there's a zip code locator on mm-hmm. the top. Yeah. Make sure you fill that in so that you know you're dealing with all our, our local Arizona folks. And that will also help pinpoint the Belgrade Authorized Contractors closest to you. Okay. So you'll uh, we always recommend getting two or three estimates. Because all of them are going to have little different ideas. Yeah, right. And uh, it's so it's not necessarily about price. Uh, it's all about uh, getting comfortable with the contractor that's going to do the work for you and getting the different ideas. So that way, now you've gotten the Belgard Authorized Contractor appointments. All Bel- Belgard Authorized Contractors uh, can provide free Belgard Design Studios, which are 3D drawings of what your backyard will look like. That helps visualize it. So many of us need that vis- visualization. Oh, so man. They'll take photos of, of your house, take measurements, and we can essentially recreate your your backyard on uh, in 3D. We, we even do a video fly-through for you if, uh, if you need that, where you'll actually almost feel like you're in the backyard. This year, we're also launching, in 2018, we're also launching uh, virtual reality for that Belgard Design Studio. So you'll be able to just put on those VR goggles and almost feel like you're walking in your backyard. Oh, what a hoot. That'll be fun. So. And that's with any Belgard authorized installation contractor. That is correct. Okay. That is correct. They, they, have, they get to that service. And then the, the nice thing about it as well is those Belgard authorized contractors also have access to our Belgard Preferred Payment Program, which is our financing. You can get 12 months, same as cash, for your backyard project. So even if you have most of the money right now, you can save it and draw the interest and uh, and then pay it off all at once in that 12 months. Okay. And it can finance even uh, the backyard grills. It doesn't have to be just on the back on the on the Belgard product. 30% of the dollar amount needs to be in the Belgard product. Anything else? We can do furniture, we can do the plants, irrigation. You, you do the softscape? It. You can do the softscape with that financing program. Wow. Anything any, uh, except for a pool or spa. That's the only <laughs> okay. that's the only exclusions. Okay. And fine and the uh, financing you can get approved within ten minutes. Well, boy, y'all have that package up pretty sweet. Well, we're trying to make it as easy as possible for everybody to be able to upgrade their backyard. And uh, I heard the comment earlier on the on the show. This is the time of year. I mean, this is why we live here, right? And uh, everybody should be outside and enjoying it, and and finally getting outside and out of the heat. And uh, we want you to live in a, in a in a in a castle outside. There you go. And you've got everything you need to get that done at bellguard.com. Nathan, thanks a million for coming in. Always a pleasure. All right, folks. I hope the takeaways here are that uh, you take a look at the website. Be careful in picking your contractor. Make sure they are fully Bellguard certified so the installation is done correctly. Uh, Pick the Bellguard product and find the financing available. And that's all with the availability of of being able to get a 3D 
rendering, that makes a big difference, a big difference. From, from having to deal for so long in two dimensions with blueprints, people, uh -huh. I, I put the remodel together, I put the project together, and until it is visualized 3D, they don't realize the size of the room, the views out the windows, and now we can create all of that uh, ahead of time. It, it helps a lot. So, Nathan, again, thanks a million. When shopping pavers, get to Belgard. Well, well. I think next week it'll be post Thanksgiving, won't it? Yes, that's just next week, right? Yep, that's All it, right. baby. Thanksgiving we don't, coming up. We don't take that broadcast off. We'll be back here live in studio because uh, we understand, you know, as homeowners, we don't have days off. We don't have weekends off, so we'll be here for you, our regular four-hour broadcast. Uh, and our topic next week, we'll see. We'll have Greg Peterson, the urban farmer, in and. Then we've got our open lines hour, of course, at 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock. We're actually going to be talking about this toolkit we've put together for uh, Rosie's 30th anniversary celebration. We wanted to do something for uh, giving back, and this way we've got a four-way win for homeowners, uh, American jobs, and manufacturing. And uh, it, it's, it's really a lot of fun from what we've put together for uh, and, and everyone we showed it to in the focus group, we've uh, ran this past uh, with our listeners in Casa Grande at the Francisco Grande Hotel earlier this year. Everyone's really excited about it, and we're, we're, we're right at the threshold of launching it. So that'll be next Saturday will be our 10 o'clock topic there. And then moving the next week, it's, is that already December uh, yes, 2nd? Yes, we're we're is, live baby. in Prescott. Yes, w it is. Jersey Lily, right on Whiskey Row for our annual Christmas broadcast. They have the Christmas parade and the courthouse lighting in Arizona's Christmas city, Prescott, Arizona. So that'll be December 2nd. And if there's something you missed in any broadcast, you can go to rosieonthehouse.com. Click on podcast. It'll give you each of our broadcasts by date. Click on it and select what content you would like to re-listen to or download it on uh, off of iTunes and listen to it as a podcast throughout the week. It's Rosie on the House here with you every Saturday morning.